Simon. Yes, Tracy. Tonight's supper. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. Vegan sausage, mash, gorgeous seasonal veg and gravy. Classic. I thought you would have been slightly disappointed because there were no peas. Well, I felt, seeing as you've outed me as being a peaaholic, I thought it was only, you know, it was only right every now and again to go cold, not turkey, obviously. (laughs) Um, Cold tofurkey. Go to, yeah, Mm. and not have peas with my supper. Mm. But the carrots were lovely. Just to prove I can do it. Yeah, I know, but I had to have leeks Mm. in their place and um, red cabbage, which was lush. Um, The vegetables are growing nicely in our garden, but they're nowhere near the size of the ones that we ate today. But they're they're growing and they're growing gently and slowly. Um, We had a conversation with our lovely uh, Eva over in Kenya today. Yes, we did. About beetroot. Mm. So she is fully embracing permaculture and all of its um, incredible t- the 12 principles of permaculture and all of its wonderful lessons, the, 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 the organic approach to growing vegetables and using yeah. things from Mother Nature's garden to, you know, to, to push pests away and, and all of that yep. sort of thing. And we talked about seaweed. Yeah. And you did some digging. I did. I mean, you've <laughs> always said that beetroot is is basically a plant that comes from uh, a, a sea side it's, it's plant. It's kind of a sea crop and is what I was talking uh, about. And I did a little bit of very simple research, just looking on the good old wiki of Pedia. Um, and uh, it, it is from sea beet. That's oh, the no. original um, vegetable or plant that it comes from. Mm. It's a, it's a, a species of sea beet. Um, but what really surprised me was that the sea beet itself is known as um, sea spinach or poor man's spinach in some some places. Yeah. And it's it's eatable. It's yes. edible. Lots of things are, aren't they? Lots yeah. of things are edible. Lots but of things just, that are just not grown commercially are yeah. are, um, are interesting to find. Samphire is another one, although that's kind of become a little bit posh and expensive, Yeah, you have to watch it? that because it grows in estuaries. It does. I and know. quite frequently the estuaries will have too much um, animal agriculture, effluent yeah. Yeah, or yeah, diesel yeah. Yeah. or other nasty chemicals in them. Quite right. So but you do have to be careful where you source your samphire indeed. if you're picking it yourself. Indeed. But I only knew about samphire when it was very low key, like about 20, 25 years ago when mm. it was just a little something that, you know, you could get every now and again and hidden in little I places. I think I'd leave it like that. Yeah, probably. Because right. it's not it's not one of my favourites. Oh, I quite like samphire. It's okay. It's a little bit salty, a little bit, little bit sea. It tastes a bit too much bit like too, fish. A bit sea. A bit sea. Yeah. <laughs> but that brings us right back to the beet conversation. Mm. So Eva was talking about the fact that in Kenya, where of course it's incredibly hot and there's not a lot of water, that her beetroot was growing, but it was slow. Yes. So I said, go to Melindi go to the coast, go to the water, go to the, the, the beach and bring back some seaweed. A bag of seaweed, yeah. Because when I used to volunteer for a place called the Magdalen Project in um, in Somerset, in Somerset here on the border, um, there, for their vegetable garden, they also used to go down to uh, Lyme Regis and other places and bring back seaweed, dry it out, so mm-hmm. it, was, it was nice and sort of dry and, you know, not wringing wet. But then put that on the vegetables, on certain vegetables. Mm. So chard 
when you read your in yeah. um, your right uh, charges related earlier. to seaweed as well. It is. There is a thing that you should do with your seaweed if you can before you put it on your vegetables. Yeah. And that's lay it out somewhere yes. until it's been rained on a lot. Yes. To wash the salt exactly. off it because yeah. it can be quite salty it can which be very can damage salty. your vegetables. Indeed it can. But uh, that salt is kind of intrinsically in the seaweed and it, once it's all crisped up, you know, and sort of mm. does pong a little bit. But I quite like the sound, it? Uh, the, sound the sound of the seaweed, the smell of the seaweed. <laughs> but it does pong a little bit. Seaweed it, does, doesn't it? It reminds you, know, you of being by the sea, does it? It sure does. And it can, yeah, I mean, it would be a strange thing to smell in your garden. But anyway, putting it on your beetroot... And your rainbow chard, oh, I'm going to get some and get it on the rainbow chard. I'd for, I hadn't realised it was the rainbow chard was related to the beet. Yeah. And I've got two, I've got burpees beetroot, which is a an orangey. I thought that was of, a type of exercise. That burpees. Burpees. Might yeah. be. <clears throat> anyway, the burpees beetroot, which is sort of an orangey, gorgeous orangey, you know, little beetroot. And then beetroot beetroot. You know, your standard bog standard beetroot. Although, is there anything such thing as a bog standard beetroot? It's probably got a name. It's probably about a dozens of, I don't know, a dozen or two varieties. Yeah. I'm doing beetroot a disservice. As you know, I am fond of beetroot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, In fact, I think if you had to live on beetroot and oh, peas for the rest of your life, you'd I'd be, be happy, probably quite, quite happy. happy. Um, but anyway, uh, I want to do that. And I want to get some seaweed on the beds and just get them on the on the vegetable beds and see what happens. Yeah. See what happens, get it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want to update our listener on the thing that we, we spoke about a little while ago. Uh, oh, yeah. On uh, the been. fact that we haven't seen any foxes no, and, we haven't seen seen, and we haven't seen any thrushes. No, I know. And what was really bizarre is the day after you said, we haven't seen a fox around here, we were talking yes. about the various bits of wildlife. Yep. What did we see loping across the field? Literally loping, as you said, walking loping. towards us and then saw us and then ran the other direction. A great big male fox, a beautiful, gorgeous country fox. fox. He yes. was super, super sized and, and very happy. Very, very foxy. It wasn't a dog. There no. was no mistaking no, it. There was no mistaking. He was easing around looking for a rabbit supper. Yeah, and then he saw <laughs> yeah. us and went <gasps> and ran away. I'm off. Uh, Except yeah, he so didn't say I'm off because they can't speak. N- not in fox. I no, mean, he not might in have human. Said it. He might have said it in fox. Yeah. Do you know I listened to a, fox? I listened to a thing on Radio Four yesterday, and it was all about animal speech. I haven't mm-hmm. had a word with you about. It was really interesting. Anyway, just on that another for topic. later. But yeah. then, then, but then we saw a thrush. We did. You <laughs> said you had said I haven't seen any thrushes because we've seen lots of other, and there, lo and behold, was one. Um, uh, was he ground feeding or wanting to ground feed or was it up on the bird feeder? Uh, it came up onto the onto the onto ledge the outside feed. our office and onto the bird feeder that stuck to our window. I love that bird feeder. It's really good. I love it. There's so and many interesting things. That way things we got to see I got to see his tummy. And, so you, and it was definitely a thrush. It was, it was a, a thrush's thrush. tummy. Do you know what else I haven't seen around what? here? What? A Roman pot of gold. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those around a here. Pot for of Roman ages. Gold. Not a Roman pot of gold. I don't care where the gold's from, as long as it's Roman gold. Pot. Yeah, no, I haven't seen one of those either. And do you know I mean, what? you're saying if, that we haven't seen it causes it to appear, then that does, might be quite useful. Which would be, so that's kind of bang on target for well, about sort of six, seven o'clock tomorrow evening then. Yeah. Excellent. Um, well, here's hoping. Here's what hoping. You, what would you do if you got a big pot of Roman gold coins? What well, first do? of all, I... Do? try and sell it to the Natural History Museum, not Natural History, the 
uh, V&A or somewhere like that yeah. to a museum. We'd sell it because you can't spend it. There aren't any Romans around who will accept it. Uh, not not these that days. kind of Roman. I don't think they take it in the co-op. There are inhabitants of Rome, but they, I mean, no, yeah, not interested. You know, three sesterces for your for your vegetable pie. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so I'd sell it, and I'd use the money to do all sorts of stuff in Kenya. Uh, yeah, I would. And pay for some people. Uh, thank you. I pay for some people. Yeah, you could do with an assistant. God, and, could I ever? And we could do with employing our, our existing, mostly volunteers. I know. We've got some amazing volunteers at Word yeah, Forest. Yeah, it would be great to be able to afford to pay them a little bit. I know, I know. Every day when they do stuff, I, 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 I do. I think about mm. that all the time. We have two people that do one day a week and how I wish things were different. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. Anyway, but anyway. thinking about that, me, I'd start writing out a job description, mate. Excellent. I'd start writing out the job to get them all in. Get all those staff, not stuff. Excellent. Would you staff. get, a, a, as, as an employee, would you get a personal trainer to make you go swimming in the morning? <laughs> That's not required. I woke up at five o'clock this morning. You did. Bright as a button. Well, I'd say you did. I wasn't awake. I you woke tell up me you did. five o'clock, bright as a button, and thinking that in three quarters of an hour the alarm would go off to make to wake you up, which invariably I don't wake up. You mm-hmm. wake up, you make tea, you come back to bed, and the first thing I see is I get a little kiss on the cheek and or a cuddle and and, and here's a, a cup, cup of tea. tea. Yeah. yeah, bliss. But I woke up before you, and I, but I thought it was too early to wake you up, so I went and did a bit of work. And then at and half then, six, we went swimming. We did. And we, and did, a we did a mile. We did a mile. And we did it in about 52 minutes. 52 minutes. That was with some, again, you know, it's people. people it was busy. Busy. it was busy. It was busy. We did overtake a few people. We had to. I know. They were slow. They were. <laughs> no, it's not that they were slow. We're in the middle We lane. were on a mission. We were on a mission. And I think... Yeah, I we're think getting... they were too slow for the lane. There were several were. people overtaking the couple of slow ones. They should yeah. have been in the slower lane. There's the slow lane, the middle lane, and then the fast lane. And sometimes when I'm swimming alongside someone in the fast lane, I keep a pace mm-hmm. with them. And I think to myself, should we be in the fast lane? No. No? Because most times when I'm swimming and watching the people in the fast lane, they are overtaking me. There's a load of them. But they're not really because they're in a different lane. So it's not the same as overtaking. What's interesting is the ones in the fast lane tend to be in there for less time. Yep. They come in, they do their 10, 20, 50 lengths, whatever they they do. do, And they do smaller amounts. That's exactly what it is. They do smaller amounts, but quicker than they jigger off. Me, I quite like that hour. I quite like the hour it takes to get there, get changed. Take the swim, have a nice shower, get, dry my hair, you know, just get ready for the day. And actually, as we're getting faster, it's taking less of the hour. It's, yeah. we're, we're in and out within the hour now. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. It's it nice. I'm, I love it. I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm going to swim tomorrow, which is day three. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have the morning You're off have morning because off. Um, yeah. my neck is feeling a bit achy because I do breaststroke and lifting yeah. your head up all the time. I don't know how you manage to do it. I, I just need to, um, to take a, a day not exercising. Yeah. Well, Connor, our lovely um, sports uh, volunteer, sports impact volunteer, says, and he's a personal trainer as well, which is handy. Yep. If only he was nearer, that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, he says that the rest of days are as important as the the days that you do your training but um i'm going to do the the mile tomorrow i would be i will be quite thrilled with myself if i do 
Mile tomorrow. What's today? Wednesday. Wednesday. So Wednesday. it's Thursday tomorrow. So Thursday I'll do one. Friday I'll do one. Saturday I'll do one. Another three I'm going to do. Three more days on the trot. And then... And then... We're going to go to London. Mm-hmm. And I think I've convinced you... Your face. If only that face could transfer to radio. I think I have I've... the face for radio. No, you have a beautiful face, my love. But that particular face said, oh, oh, I yes, we are going to, we're going to swim across. You're hoping to Hampstead take, Heath. You're hoping to pond. make me go to Hampstead Heath I to swim am. in that, swim in their pond. <coughs> oh, excuse me. A bit of hay fever. Sorry about that. Um, Hampstead Heath, mixed pond. We're going to do it. Right. What's the bit that you're worried about? Carting two wet, heavy wetsuits and clothes all uh, the way across London yeah. to dip in a pond. Yeah. The alternative is that you just go in your wetsuit and then go home in your wetsuit. So one of the reasons that we've booked a parking space yeah. in um, Brockhole near Lake Windermere yeah. is so that we've got a relatively easy, let's get our wetsuits on. We've got a car that we can put stuff in. Oh. We can get waddle over to the uh, the bit where we do the swim we yeah. can come back we can get wetsuits off and get dry and put them in a car we yeah. don't have to carry them halfway across london that's true however however if we go to the pond the said pond with wetsuit on i'm not going across <laughs> london in a wetsuit <laughs> I'll get arrested for being weird. You could put clothes on the top. Then no I'll, one would know. Then my heart will be arrested for overheating. <laughs> it can get a bit warm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah that is so, true. Especially if it's mm. a warm day. But it's like being like a little sauna suit. Can I just say, what? you have yet to convince me of the sanity of this choice. <laughs> it's because it's be, there's a lot of purpose behind it. It will be my third major open water swim yes and your first yes when we go to windermere and i think and before your first did you do any open water swimming i venture you yes didn't. no i did because oh. i was swimming in the ocean oh i was swimming in the um i was swimming in lime so i was training um, swimming at lime regis which is open water uh, but in my wetsuit i did do some swimming in the sea but and, okay you know, i'll trade you not, i'll what? trade you we'll do some swimming in the wetsuits in the sea i'll do that Really? Yeah, because we can drive in the car, get there, wetsuits on, in the car or near the car with somebody holding a towel up because they're hard to put on. Uh, they are. And then we can waddle over to the sea, have a quick dip, do a bit of swim. I'll trade you that. Mm. Mm. Okay, so... More on this in future editions of The Swimcast. The Swimcast, yeah. Uh, Okay, all right then. So you raised me a a, a traded swim from an open water pond to Mm -hmm. the sea. Um, If the weather looks nice for tomorrow morning about half six, fancy going in the sea? Well, we're already booked to go swimming, swimming. Yeah, but you said you've cancelled your swim. I've cancelled mine. I've still mine, got but... mine on. But if the weather's kind tomorrow and the wind is gentle... Yes. Fancy it in the morning? Yes. Yes. Wetsuited? Well, I'm going to keep my wetsuit. I'm not going to do what people <laughs> should do with this podcast and send it... <laughs> to a friend! friend. Mm. 